Good morning, this is Tuesday, March 11, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today, airliners said to highlight security gap. Titans in Russia fear a new front in Ukraine crisis, and faulting army judge puts off assault case. In today's national headlines, Admiral set to face confirmation to lead NSA. Obama's new approach takes a humorous turn, and Senate Democrats' all-nighter flags climate change. In today's business headlines, House to investigate GM's response to flaw. Puerto Rico gets a break with rates on bond sale, and Chiquita buys Ireland's fifes to go global in bananas. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, airliners said to highlight security gap. Reported by Eric Schmidt. As an armada of ships, planes, and helicopters combed the waters south of Vietnam on Monday for any sign of a missing Malaysian airliner, Aviation safety experts said the discovery that two passengers aboard the plane were traveling on stolen passports has revealed a major gap in airline security procedures developed since the attacks of September 11, 2001. Since Interpol created a database of stolen and lost passports in 2002, the International Repository has grown to more than 40 million documents available for governments to screen for terrorists, smugglers, or swindlers. But according to the International Law Enforcement Agency, only three countries, the United States, Britain, and the United Arab Emirates, systematically screen travelers against the database of stolen passports. The two men with stolen passports who boarded the missing Malaysia Airlines flight from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing over the weekend did not have their passports screened. And last year, Interpol said, passengers around the world were able to board planes more than a billion times without having their passports checked against the database. Renewed focus on the database, which apparently has gone underutilized, came on a day when the search for the jetliner and its 239 passengers and crew was set back by a number of false leads that seemed to underline how little investigators knew about the location of the plane, which vanished on Saturday. Malaysian officials said late on Monday that they were expanding the search to a much wider area, including waters north of the Indonesian island of Sumatra, hundreds of miles from the aircraft's last reported position. One of the many vexing mysteries of the plane's disappearance was the hunt for the true identity of the two passengers who used passports stolen from European tourists in Thailand in the past two years. A senior American law enforcement official said Sunday that Thai officials were investigating a passport ring operating on the resort island of Phuket, where both passports were stolen and where, he noted, false documents were routinely used by drug smugglers. Governments around the world have spent vast sums in the past decade to apply watermarks in passport books and encrypt authenticating information in the documents, all in efforts to combat increasingly sophisticated passport theft rings and forgers, authorities said Monday. But the vast majority of Interpol's member nations still have not integrated the agency's database of stolen passports beyond a central national office in each country. 
Some authorities said on Monday that a perception persists among some aviation officials that integrating Interpol's database of stolen passports would be a costly, cumbersome process, a characterization that Interpol officials disputed on Monday. It's a nominal cost, said one Interpol official, who spoke on condition of anonymity because of agency protocol. We're not talking millions here.